Leading Ideas Talks podcast is brought to you by the Lewis Center for Church Leadership of Wesley Theological Seminary in Washington, D.C. Subscribe free to our weekly e-newsletter, Leading Ideas, at churchleadership.com slash leading ideas. Leading Ideas Talks is also brought to you by The Right Start. If you are a pastor preparing to begin ministry in a new setting, this video toolkit will lead you in ending your current ministry well, developing a personal transition plan, and making the most of your first days, weeks, and months in your new congregation. Learn more and watch a preview video at churchleadership.com slash the right start. And remember to stay up to date with the latest church leadership strategies and information Please like and subscribe to this channel and click the bell icon to get updates for new videos. How can storytelling impact your ministry? And how can you inspire others to share their stories? Jihei Song believes we all have gifts for storytelling. And in this episode, she shares part of her story to inspire others to share how God works in their lives. Welcome to Leading Ideas Talks, a podcast featuring thought leaders and innovative practitioners. I am Jessica Anschutz, one of the editors of the Leading Ideas e-newsletter, and I am your host for this Leading Ideas Talk. Joining me is Jihei Song, pastor of St. Paul's United Methodist Church in Syracuse, New York. Welcome, Jihei. I look forward to our conversation about storytelling today. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for having me. As we start off today, Jihei, I want to invite you to talk about how your personal story impacts your ministry. Yes. So it has been now six years that I serve as a pastor in um, in a Methodist church. And I was invited a lot to talk about my story in various situations, you know, things like my uh, board interview, but also in my like in, in in preparing my sermon in the small group situation and class like confirmation class and all that. And then uh, I come to think about how does my life experiences affect who I am now and what kind of God that I serve. So I begin to think about how does that. In, in how, how does that affected me for me but also how does it how, how can I relate it to people through my stories so uh, I'd like to uh, thought about it and I find out that when I talk about my personal stories um, in connection to the message that I'm, I am conveying to people actually like it better when I first began my ministry um, uh, when I prepare my sermon, for example, I, you know, I look for good sermon illustrations on the internet or from the book that I uh, can fill in the gaps so that I, people can laugh and all that. But um, I don't know, maybe that story wasn't effective or maybe it didn't really hit people. People really didn't connect it. But when I tell people my own stories, they were able to relate to it. And appreciate it, and they come back to me after uh, Sunday service and come. Oh, I, I liked what you said because I can connect to it and all that. So I, I think that's I see the uh, power of the storytelling in the ministry. So I think it's um, very effective tool for me. 
Can you give our listeners a few examples of how you have how you have used your storytelling to inspire the congregation to minister? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I am a mom of a three-year-old. He's almost four. He will be four next month, and um, his name is Joshua. And Joshua's story is the story that I use the most these days because he gives me a lot of lot to tell to people. <laughs> so uh, one good example for that is the recent uh, newsletter um, story that I wrote for the congregation. It's just, I just finished it like yesterday, so it's fresh for me. So the focus, my sermon focus after Easter was about how the first Christians witnessed the res- resurrected Lord, and they were called to share the good news by witnessing what they experienced. And I want to uh, teach people that that's the basic of what what we call evangelism, how we experience God and how we tell that to people instead of just forcing people to believe. So I I told people about how I said that to my son, Joshua. So I told people about the story, how we have conversation in, uh, before he goes to sleep in the bed, uh, we lie down together and I like ask him about how do they go? And his three-year-old boy doesn't have, has no idea what to say because he's three-year-old. So instead of bombarding him with questions, I asked, I told him my day about my day, you know, I did this and that and that. And then when he listened to my story, he opens up and begin to talk about his day. And so I was able to see the glimpse of his life without me. And I tell people, I think that's exactly what it is. Tell people about what I experienced so that they can open up. And I believe that they all have experienced God, God's mercy, God's love, God's grace in their life. And that's great. Why don't you tell them? And that eventually will help these people open up to the good news of Jesus. So that's how I. Uh, connect my story to my message. So that's a good example for that. It's wonderful that Joshua provides so much inspiration for your for your ministry and, and yep. so many stories. Yeah, challenges and inspirations at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. How has hearing the stories of others impacted your ministry? That's that's really good question. And that's the way that I uh, want to become more and more Im- improved. So I consider myself as an introvert, uh, as as like like many other pastors. So the nature of the pastor ministry um, is not easy for me, and sometimes because of interacting with other people, uh, as many introverts can. Um, can agree that you know sometimes being with people drains your energy and I sometimes feel like that I just want to shut people off instead of hearing them but then I um, begin to realize that that's why God put me in the ministry to be more engaging to be to come out of my own shell and go to other people's life and be with them because quite honestly I consider myself very um, individualistic person before I get into the ministry. I didn't think I was selfish, but I am more interested in my thing, myself, 
my world instead of others' world. So when I begin ministry, I learned that that's something, uh, even though that's out of my comfort zone, that's something that I have to dive into. So I decided to be a good listener. And um, eventually I will hear people's stories through vis visits, through one-on-one -on -one conversations, through the cons uh, conversations after church and all that. People begin to share their stories and um, they say I'm a good listener. So I, I, I take that as a compliment. Um, that it opens me the opportunity to be more loving, more compassionate, more uh, caring for the people that I serve. That's such an important reminder, the need to, to be a good listener and, and to hear people's stories and to meet them, to meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. What can church leaders, clergy and laity do to encourage people to, to share their stories? I think the best uh, way of church leaders to encourage people to share their stories to uh, by being an example for the people. In fact, I think that's the most important virtue for any leader, that they be a, an example and be a model for the people they lead. And so um, that's why I do storytelling to the people that I serve to show them example um, and, and invite them to do likewise. And the good, well, good thing about storytelling is not is that anybody can do it. I, maybe I will, uh, I can share a little bit about it later, but storytelling is not, you don't need a degree for that. You don't need to uh, have a, a, like a, a, a training for that you can do it. Maybe some people are a little more reluctant to do it because they're not used to it, but we all do one way or another. Uh, so the, the job of the leaders is to show people that it's, it can be anybody's job. It's easy. And I'll show you how. So modeling, I'll say, is the, uh, the good way to encourage people to share their stories. Modeling effective Leadership and, and good storytelling certainly must lead to bearing good fruit in ministry. It, over the last two plus years, um, we have been in the midst of a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic has brought about new ways of, of communicating. We're gathered here today on, on Zoom. How how have these new methods of communicating and interacting and gathering given birth to new ways for sharing stories? So I think pandemic brought more challenges than benefits, to be honest. It's challenging because first of all, uh, our mass of communication, what we, the mods that we are used to were no longer available, especially the first six weeks, uh, six months of the pandemic. We were uh, all of a sudden all churches shut down and tell people don't come to church, stay home. And then um, we begin to develop the way that can replace the traditional way of communication. So many churches um, developed the live streaming or Zoom service. But the upside of it, I think, is that online 
communication tools uh, allow us to have less restriction of time and space, as you uh, can agree. You know, um, there are people who have immunocompromised and they're still afraid to come to church because they might have COVID and that can cause them a serious illness. But they can watch our service. Well, I, I don't want to use the word watch. They can worship online still. There are people who, uh, for, for pe there are people who 10.30 in the morning doesn't work because they have job. But they can always come back in the evening time to, to worship. Um, and not even for the worship service, um, we can meet for various church purposes virtually to overcome the restrictions of time and space. The good example for that is uh, morning prayer service that uh, the circus churches do together. We've been doing it every Wednesday at seven o'clock uh, in some one of our churches. When pandemic happened, we uh, begin Zoom prayer service. And it turns out that it's better for me because I, now that I have a child and he has to be, he has to go to school at eight o'clock. And if I go service at seven o'clock, that's like highly follow my husband. But now that I'm home and then the service will be done like 7.45, I can help my child to go to school. So um, like likewise, many parents with young kids can go easily go to evening meetings if it's done virtually without hiring a um, babysitter, you know? So I think this uh, pandemic brought us uh, new and bigger community of storytelling and way, a way of doing church. So I think that's the upside of the pandemic. You are absolutely right in naming that there were many challenges and continue to be many challenges related to the pandemic. But I, I think the upside is that it has, it has allowed us to reach more people in, in different spaces. As you think about storytelling, how can, can storytelling help us in, in these times of, of challenges, adversity, uncertainty? Yes, I think story before we do the storytelling, we know we need to know about our own story first. And that helps us to better understand who I am. Um, and I think I, I just mentioned it earlier, storytelling helps us to understand who I am and who God is. So it uh, helps our identity. Um, as I was asked to talk about, so I'll, I'll tell you my uh, first, my, my cold story. So I was in seminary, I was in second year in seminary back in 2013, and I was asked to preach for um, the, the church that I was serving at the moment. I was church intern um, for that church and my pastor uh, wanted to go on vacation. So she um, was asking if I can preach that Sunday. So I said, yeah, and then, I freaked out because it's my first time preaching as any, any first time preacher would. Uh, uh, and then, and then preaching in English 
which is my second language, is another uh, burden for me. So I was really nervous. But as I was preparing my sermon, I found joy in there because I've been experiencing a, the great God. God has been so great for me in my life. And I was able to share that with people. And I don't know how good I was for my first preaching. People were just <laughs> uh, say good things about me because they're nice people, but I didn't think I was really good in my, um, uh, in my um, giving out sermon. But that process confirmed me the joy of sharing about God's grace. And that's how I uh, accepted God's call to, to be a pastor because that's what I will do if I become, a, I become a pastor, share my story, how God has been great for me to the people on the weekly basis, or even more often than that. So um, through sharing my stories, I was able to confirm my call by understanding who I am, who God is. And, and it can happen to anybody, I think, even though they are not called to, to ministry, but still well, we all have story to tell because God is working in each of our lives. And when they think about that, they can confirm what God calls them to be uh, and who they are. So it can help, uh, help them to fight against uncertainty. Absolutely. Earlier, you mentioned um, the, the importance of, of evangelism. Mm -hmm. and, and storytelling is certainly a, a key part of mm -hmm. sharing about the transformative love of of Jesus. One of the challenges I have found in ministry is um, empowering laity to, to share their story, to share their faith story. What might congregations do to help people develop their skills to share their stories um, in order to share Christ with others? Ooh, I think, again, Everyone already got skills. Uh, so perhaps church job or church leader's job is to uh, remind them uh, or help them to find the hidden skills that they already have. Um, again, storytelling can be done by anybody. I, I strongly believe people just don't know that. Um, on Easter Sunday, for example, I um, shared my own testimony about how God has called me to ministry. And this lady come to me after church that she was so touched by the story, but I can't do that, she said. Uh, and it was in a fleeting moment, you know, that's after church, I was greeting people, so I didn't have enough time to talk her over it. But if I, if I did have time, I would say, no, that's not true. You do. So um, I guess my job and church leader's job is to make opportunity for uh, to encourage people to think about their own life, uh, storytelling skills through things like small groups or any intimate and private conversations. Uh, I, I mean, things like workshop would work, but I think to enable people to uh, 
find their hidden storytelling skills. I think more about a small and intimate environment be more effective. So uh, small group, I think is the best um, way to encourage people to do it because it's not too big, but it's not just on pastor's shoulder to do it, but church leaders also can help people to do it by exemplifying, by modeling, and help encourage people to share their own stories in a, in a uh, intimate private setting so that they will realize by doing it that, oh yeah, I can do it. It's not that difficult. So I think that's good. You, you raised the, the concept, right? That you have to practice. Yes. And taking the opportunities that are presented to you to share will then empower you to share it your story in other in other mm-hmm. places. I, I appreciate your your idea about doing it in in small groups, and I could see that also working in committees on the various church committees if people yes. are invited to share their stories in those absolutely in those places. It it also has the benefit of helping them get to know one another. Mm-hmm and relate to one another and perhaps address the challenges, the uncertainty, the frustrations that you're going through together. Absolutely. Absolutely. In thinking about the biblical story, is there a particular story that really excites you? Yes. And I think that question can help other people to identify who, who, what they cherish, especially. So um, uh, maybe that's a good question that can be shared in a small group. You know, what kind of Bible story that you you, you love? For me, um, one of my favorite Bible stories is from Jesus. It's his parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And I actually wrote a, a term paper about it in college because <laughs> uh, I took the uh, New Testament class and I, I wrote about it. And in writing the paper, in fact, that I found that I have a, more of pastoral concerns than of academic concerns. So what I wrote about this story in my term paper is that the, the poor guy, Lodgers, the, uh, Luke's gospel t- say that the Lodgers was at the gate of the rich man. He was there and he was so unclean, even dogs come to lick his you know, uh, sores in his body. So that shows that he was ritually unclean person. And so probably the rich person who wants to be ritually clean didn't want to deal with him. But he was lying there all the time. And every time the rich man goes out in and out of his house, he, has, he must have seen him. But in his lifetime, the rich man did not reach out to help Lazarus. So when he died, uh, so the rich man, I, I put it this way, he did not cross his threshold to, to help Lazarus. So when he died and went to the um, went to the Hades, he talked to Abraham and asked him to uh, ask Abraham to rescue him. But then Abraham said, son, you had a lot in your lifetime, but, but Lazarus didn't. I interpreted as that he had chances to reach out to the poor, to reach out to the vulnerable, to reach out to the marginalized. And he didn't do that. 
So um, in my world, it, I interpret it as when I had chance in this life, I need to reach out to cross the threshold to help, to guide people to God, to love them, to care for them. So that's uh, one of my defining stories that I found from the Bible. It, it, it also works for evangelism. When you have the opportunity to share the story, share it. Absolutely. When you see the chance, do it. I appreciate your enthusiasm and, and passion for storytelling. Thank you. What words of wisdom do you have for folks who may be reluctant to share their story? Um, I do not want to force or coerce anyone into storytelling if they're not willing to. But um, what I would do if anybody was unwilling, it will be to tell my story first, as I just said, uh, shared with you previously. If anyone is asking the same question who are willing to share the story and wants to help others to share their story, would be the same. Do Tell your, your story first. Tell them how excited you are about God's greatness. You know, well, for example, when you read a, a wonderful book or you watched this nice movie, then you want to tell people about it because they're nice and you want those people to enjoy that as well. Same applies to the evangelism, how we tell about God to other people. You want to, you want these people to experience the same joy that they have experienced. So tell them first, tell your story first, then they will open up. That's, that's great advice. Thank you. Jihei, thank you so much for your time today, for engaging in this conversation and taking time out of your very full schedule to talk with us. Yeah, it's, it's my joy and pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us for Leading Ideas Talks. Please like and subscribe to this channel and click the bell icon to get updates for new videos.